All right, so here we are. This is the uh, sales series part two. That's a little bit of a preview you're going to get of a song that we're going to be playing here in a minute. Uh, I really think you guys are going to enjoy that song. It's a very old classic uh, to a lot of us. So let's go ahead and move on through. So last week we covered what is salesperson to the, I guess, aspect of a dictionary kind of way of looking at it. But I kind of want to go in today and talk about the difference between a salesperson's mindset and the mindset of a normal person who sells, because I feel like that is the biggest thing. And I did find an article from the Business Insider, basically 20 qualities that make a great salesperson, which I feel, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel yet, but let's kind of go through these and kind of talk about it. And we'll look at it. Um, with that, just to let you guys know, obviously, this is the building of my sales series. Basically, what I'm doing here is creating a method that I have found to help me be successful over the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years of life of actually selling and being a, a quote-unquote salesperson. Um, now, I mean, I'm working with various people to try and help them kind of increase their abilities. Um, and not so much that I'm better than them, anything like that. I mean, that's not the case. This is basically a scenario of <clears throat> there's something that you brought to the table that you brought really well at one point, And we need to uncover that again, because as salespeople, we kind of fall into our, uh, our shell and just retract, and, and that causes a big problem. So, I mean, thinking about that, we want to just kind of bring that back out. So, this article, <clears throat> basically, I didn't want to go through too much of it without uh, kind of explaining it here. So, I mean, for example, Business Insider, I mean, I've used Business Insider for a long time because I feel like there's a lot of value in what they bring in terms of the different articles, the collaboration of different people. This is actually an article by Vivian Gang. So it's back from 2002, but I feel, um, you know, I've read this more than once. I mean, I've reverted back to it plenty of times. And we're going to kind of talk about that and use that as a guide and kind of my explanation. So some of the terms they say about salespeople is they don't think in terms of sales, but rather out of building a business, which I kind of agree with this because to be successful, you've got to build that book of business and have it continual. Now, I mean... Let's be realistic, and a lot of us, you know, we are thinking about that sale, but I mean, it also goes beyond that sale. If you want to be powerful in your ability, it's not just about that one person, but it's about getting them to reach out to, you know, not so much reach out, but have trust to where when somebody mentions that they are needing help, um, that you're the first person that comes to mind, like, hey, this guy totally solved my problem. He listened to me and had value in what I had to say, and he fixed it. So I do have to agree with that to an aspect um, pretty highly just because uh, for me, I mean, you know, everybody always assumes because I ask for referrals that everything I do is multi-level when actually, in fact, none of it really is. I mean, do I try and make my life a little bit easier? Ooh, apparently it's been a long day. So, of course, I mean, we all do. But, I mean, realistically, as a salesperson, that, that hot sale recommendation comes you know, from those family members, and that makes our lives a lot easier. So second one is they build their business, one a business as one customer at a time, then always leverage the last customer into more customers. Um, you know, I feel there is a, a lot of importance in that one because realistically, um, you know, we use our sales experience as experience to who we are, what we do, and what we've done. 
So looking back, present, and looking forward is always what we're doing every day as a salesperson. It's kind of like, a, I guess, a, you, you just got to remember where you came from, remember where you are, and remember where you want to go. Because every day, I mean, it's, it's just an uphill battle. I mean, this is, in sales, it's the only job that you have that literally starts over every month like you started with nothing. Which can be a little bit, you know, trying on the body, but... Um, I do have to agree with number two. Now, number three, they listen more than they speak, getting an understanding of the customer's needs and finding a solution. We kind of talked about that in the aspect of the dictionary's uh, function of a salesperson. Um, great salesperson always asks and listens. I mean, as far as this doesn't go into detail enough about asking leading questions and getting what you want to know. I mean, we're going to talk fully about discovering the, the, the base need of somebody's life to determine that later. We will get to that in the future, I promise you, but I also promise you if you don't continue with this, you'll never find out because I'm not going to give you something to just pick and choose. I really like pe would like people to listen to the whole series because there's a lot to bring to the table. And if you have feedback, I mean, you're more than welcome to email me, alexallevolved.com. I would love to hear it from you. So, I mean, the biggest thing, what this is I feel what sets a salesperson apart from a person who is selling Okay, the biggest thing about it is a person who is selling is going to bring in that vacuum, tell you why it's the best, tell you why it's number one, tell you why after they throw that uh, that piece of uh, dirt on your uh, on your carpet and they try and show you to clean it up. I mean, I don't know if you guys realize the reference on that, but that's a person who sells. You know, um, you know, a person who finds a salesperson is a person that can have a, a real deep understanding of people and how to communicate and effectively show that person that you understand where they're coming from. Okay, um, I mean, Wolf of Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street, excuse me, says, "Sell me this pen." You know, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, when you look at, it, he's like, "Oh, you got a pen?" No, nope, I guess you need a pen. So, I mean, that's it's pretty simple and very, very. Uh, easy concept to follow because if you need something and somebody's there to fill that void of what you have now and that person understands what you need well maybe you don't need a car with you know spinners on it and all that stuff maybe you need a car that drives you to work in and out you need AC you need a decent radio at least nothing nobody says anything about a banging speaker system but if a person's really targeting what you need that gives you the ability to just focus on you know, that part, and then you can kind of look to the future of what you want, and then that's where the, the other part comes in. I mean, we're going to talk about that as well, of uh, selling to wants, which is, to me, it's where the upsell comes in. I mean, if somebody has it, but you have to understand how to listen to what that person means. That's right. I mean, I didn't say listen to their words. You need to listen to what they mean, which if you've ever been in the military, you know damn well that that's a pretty common thing. Uh, thing that you have to look at so this one number four hundred percent they deliver more than they promise and always promise a lot big thing is I say this on a daily basis what I want to do is I want to under promise and over deliver reason is because I would much rather you say holy shit that guy did so much more than what he said he was going to do for me this guy said he was going to get me this much he got me way more, way better than what I wanted. And you kind of understand that's why you also want to get to the bare minimum of what the person actually needs. So when you hammer in that need and you get them to understand why it's you, why are you the guy? And you can deliver that need plus their wants. That's where you're going to win that, that, uh, that customer, that client, that 
quota, whatever the hell you want to call them. But I mean, one thing that I always do is I literally go through everybody as a client. It's always a client. doesn't matter what it is. It could be the smallest situation, but hey, customers to me is just so informal. Nobody wants to be a customer or a, a number. They all want to be somebody to you. So they invest their time in things, people that positively affect their income and avoid spending time on things that have no return. Um, you know, it says great producers not to spend time on activity that rings the register. I mean, here's the thing is, I mean, where we become more powerful, I believe, in using those times where we know the sale is not going to go to practice ourselves. When you have a cynic, I mean, you can, you can selling to a cynic is literally like the most excruciating pain of your life because there, no matter what happens, you know, tire kickers, all that kind of stuff. I just can't stand it. Um, I mean, I tend to focus on things that have no return sometimes because at the end of the day, you can turn it into a return whether you practice your ability as a salesperson with hard clients. I mean, just because somebody says no, well, why do they say no? Why do they think that you're not the guy? I mean, we've all had those clients that were like, oh, this guy's a total dick. But at the end of the day, when you listen to them and you listen to what they need, you're able to think, hmm, you know, this guy just really needed somebody to know what he's looking for. Um, so I don't always agree that we don't invest our time in things with no return. I guess unless you look at it, the non-monetary value. Um, because I have had times in the past where I, where I couldn't help somebody, but they got somebody else. This happened literally at the job that I have now. I, mean, I love this company. It's a, it's a fantastic place to work. I mean... I've been miserable before, and this is not misery at all whatsoever. So, woman was a client, ended up having, for whatever reason, to not be a client any longer. Now, I get a phone call about two weeks later. Guy says, hey, my daughter was going to do this, didn't end up doing it. Um, it's perfect for me. Can you help me out? Absolutely. How much do you know? Turns out he understood a big amount. Didn't understand everything, but I mean, he had a big understanding of what we are doing. Worked out pretty perfectly. Got him in there, got him taken care of, and um, now he's good to go. One person I don't have to worry about ever again. I mean, I can call when I need to. He can call me when he needs to, but it's not something I have to stress out about because while the and the initial sale did not lead to a commission, it's not always about that. I mean, I truly believe if you spend your time caring about what you do and spending the time focusing on how you can do better for people, that's where the real return is. I mean, last week I spent two hours of my work days and throughout the week, total two hours. So, I mean, granted I lost two hours, but I probably worked 46, 47, just helping people that I know, friends that aren't doing what their, 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 um, their potential. Now, granted, that may not give me a monetary return, but I'll tell you one thing. I mean, the, the face on them, even today when I saw them smiling, excited, they're just killing it again. I mean, that feeling is fucking amazing. Like, so, I mean, I guess there, there's a return, whether it's not, it's, it's not always me monetary, but I feel like no matter what we do in life, there's always a return. So always thinking new, better, faster ways to increase sales efforts. I fucking agree with this hundred percent. Now I'm always looking for something to make the job easier, to get a little bit better for me, to streamline the process. Some people may think of it as creative. If you think it's creative, you have no idea what sales is. If it's a matter of, there's a difference of creative and being effective and resourceful. Okay, so I'm going to point that out right now. Um, you know, we're always looking at ways to streamline, whether it's uh, spreadsheets to track everything, whether it's data, whether it's a phone system to track your calls in, going, outgoing. 
You're always going to want something to make your job a little bit more streamlined. How many times do we have that one email that we send out to every client and we love it and it works and it gets a call back and it gets everything. <sighs> Man, I get so emotional about that one. I mean, that's my my favorite part of the day. I mean, that, dr- that drives me to continue to do well. So we're going to bust through the next few and then I'm going to put that song on that I promised you guys for. Just a little bit of break. So, willing to invest in networking, community relationships, knowing the difference between a contact and a contract is the R that stands for relationship. And without that contract, there without that contact, there is no contract. A lot of times, I hear uh, very many people, especially in my various job, my hardest part is getting contact. If I get them on the phone, that's easy because you know the, the product that we perf- uh, particularly sell right now is a great one and it sells itself at the end of the day and it's one that people truly need. But what makes it um, that situation? I, th- I think we're not going to cover every every one today, but um, I mean, some of these I want to spend more time on. It's very difficult. But, um, you know, I don't only get calls and leads from, you know, my, my job. I mean, people hit me up and say all the time, like, hey, would you help me out? I say, yeah, but understand it's totally professional relationship. I'm not going to talk to you about what I do outside of work. I'm not going to talk to you personally about it. If you're going to be a client, that's fine. You can be a client, still be my friend, but realize when I'm at work, we're not talking about the fun stuff. We're not talking about cars. We're not talking about, um, you know, old days of break dancing. I mean, it's straight work, but then when we get off, there's no asking me about, you know, this and that, unless you're asking me as a friend, whether you do the right thing or wrong thing, it's a different story, but there's never a reason for either of the two to cross paths especially you want to leave that kind of professional. Um, they're fanatical about selling. They're obsessed. I mean, we are obsessed. We're, all, we're obsessed about that, and it brings success, and it brings feeling. I mean, you look at it. I mean, how many times do you like sales meetings, or real sales meetings, not the kind of BS ones where we're just having a little bit of, you know, a little bit of fun and everybody else is miserable. I mean, you know, you're obsessed with, with doing better and contacting the next person. It's not solely about you and getting this to a position to where, you know, you're just making money. I mean, it's not just about the money. It's about the sale and helping people correctly. So really good. One of my best friends, Jason, um, recently, I mean, he's, he's discovered an avenue that he loves and enjoys and monetary, monetarily wise, it's paying off for him. But the thing is what, what's intriguing about it. It's not so much the, he's not even looking at the money. He's just gotten a focus in life. Like, I'm going to help every person I can. I'm going to tell everybody what I do, whether they want to help me or they want, excuse me, whether they want my help or not, somebody's going to want my help. And that's all he cares about. And that's been able to reward him a lot better where you stop chasing the money. I mean, for a lot of people, the money's where it's at, obviously. I mean, we're in sales for the money, but it is what it is. So, um, they don't depend on the marketplace economies and their outcome. I mean, you think outside the box in terms of getting a hold of people, getting things to uh, basically people to get your own product. Ooh, I don't know what I just said, but they basically look outside of what everybody else is doing, and they don't blame the system. I mean, granted, you know, is it hard with you know not have enough inbound, not have enough outbound? Yes, it is. But that's where you get creative. That's, this is the time where you can be creative, not resourceful. It could be creative in clients who emailed before and said, hey, you know, an email I love to use is money on the table. You know, hey, you're wasting this kind of money not using me. You know, this is money that could be going for you, your pocket, your family. This could be playing for baseball games. could be paying for new tires on your car. I mean, using me is the way to go because, A, you're going to like me a lot better than the next guy. B, 
you're going to really enjoy what you get from me because, you know, I wouldn't be doing it if it's not the case. Now, number 10, surround themselves with overachievers and have little time for those who don't create opportunities. Jeez. Realistically, I mean, that's true. I mean, there's people that are, I'm not going to say bottom feeders, but I mean, you know, it's a very common term in sales. I mean, these people just, you know, they're content with their lives. There's nothing bad about them. They're not worse, better, nothing like that. They've just been set in their ways and they're okay with what they're doing. They may complain a lot. They may not want to, but let's be realistic. Unless you're number one guy, you're complaining. And even the number one guy is complaining about how the number two through 20 talks so much trash about him. They always wonders, you know, whether he's doing the right thing or not. So, I mean, uh, surrounding yourselves with those people that are like you, that are going to do this and it can happen is going to be very important to achieve the goals in the future of what you're trying to achieve. So now with that being said, this song is one, um, it's been a very motivating song in my life. This is by a band called In Memory. I literally, obviously, have been obsessed with In Memory. Um, basically, a old dear friend of mine, Mark Willira, that um, I've known probably since I was 9 or 10, uh, who passed away a couple years ago, that I met through some great people. I mean, through my cousin Jay. Um, his brother Fernando is a great friend of mine. Jay Bentley, another one. I mean, all these guys. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this song. It's called Daddy Raised Us Kings. I mean, just listen to the words and just realize how fucking powerful you really are. Because if you can't realize that, I mean, there's nothing I can do for you here. There's nothing that I can get into your mind that's going to show you how powerful you actually are. So until you get that, there's not a whole lot I can do for you. So here we go with Daddy Raised Us Kings. Things round here, yeah. Round here, come on, and round here. One thing 
Don't you tell me that I'm wrong I'm dangerous Tell me that doesn't make you feel good, like for real. Hey, so one thing that I forgot, um, again, out here for just to remind everybody, I mean, we've got a big shout out to, to Heroes Media Group, the network that we're on. Um, Adam's been great to kind of keep me motivated. I say that every single time because it reminds me that, you know, people are there, people are looking at what I'm doing, and it truly helps me remember that. So let's kind of ru- run through these as well. So. I'm going to start hitting these in pairs. So they never accept good enough as good enough. And they don't see failed sales attempts as failures, but investments in the process. I mean, this is true because if you can't learn something new, a new rebuttal from a client, and you think you know it all, guess what? You don't. Um, The only person I've ever seen that truly knows everything knows nothing. And that's very common. Uh, they never give up on unsold clients, knowing that someday those clients will, will buy. I mean, this is uh, this is pivotal for me because <clears throat> at the job I have, which I'm going to refer to a lot, I keep leads in my database for 60, 80, you know, 90, 120 days, 100, however I need. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to keep them in for a year because you never know when that person is going to snap just like this. And wake up and say, holy shit, it's time. I've had it happen. I mean, when you're passionate, people remember that because it's not just about that sale. Like in what I do now, what the great thing about it is it's literally not about the money to me. It's about I'm here to do a job. I'm here to offer you that job. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities, whether you like it or not. So I feel like that's super pivotal in life. Um, the squeeze... You see, so they squeeze hours out of the minutes, weekend, weeks out on days. I mean, for me, it's a little bit different. I need to play hard. I need to work hard. So that one, I, I do agree with because you do, you know, I kind of make the idea of I can do the the workload that somebody does in three hours in one. I don't know how I do it. I've just become so efficient, and that's just the way it works. So they see problems and opportunities. It's always that. I mean, because you're constantly solving problems for people, so why not solve your own problems in life and get things taken care of? I feel that's very important. Invest in education. I mean, a development, personal motivation, knowing that these are the best tools of, of sales professional. I mean, realistically, what I do in terms of my reasoning for doing this is because not only has it helped me develop others, but it's helped me develop me where I might be deficient in terms of actually becoming you know, somebody that people can aspire to, to be like and say, hey, look, this guy taught me some things. It's been really valuable for me, and I really liked it. Um, I feel like that's very important in who we are and kind of, you know, you, you don't want to let it define who you are, but obviously being in service to others is something that's very important. Um, invest in their careers, their business, and their customers. I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
realistically, what's the life expectancy of a salesperson? They, they die before they get there. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I always make jo- jokes that uh, that sales eats your soul, but, I mean, realistically, I have a great time doing it. And for me, people who have that ADD factor and don't like being comfortable, always looking for the next thing to try, it's great. I mean, we want to do that. We want to be um, different, and we want to have fun. So they hold themselves to performance standards that are higher than even the management teams do. This is have to be ideally 100% true of every top performer I know. They don't look to just beat the numbers. They look to crush them and then get somebody to crush those numbers, and they crush it over and over again. I mean, say crush, crush, crush all fucking day. Um, I have some really good friends of mine who they're great. They're phenomenal salespeople. I mean, you know, the only way I beat them is effort. Um, as far as natural talent, I mean, I would love to say that. I mean, now we're kind of at a level where we just have a different level of sales but in terms of natural talent my talents all learned um i've effectively taught myself how to communicate indifferently and fluctuating of fluctuation of voice purposely misspelling words or miss saying things to get the person listening to say oh well they say one two i heard that two one sorry it's maybe this dyslexia haha laugh a little bit and you get them to communicate with you and kind of ease the ease that topic up um they don't need to hold they don't need others to hold themselves accountable. I will beat my own ass, okay, if I don't do what I want to. If I walk in today, I said, I need three today. I need two. I need one. I need to knock it out in the next two hours. If I don't do that, I don't need somebody coming and telling me. Now, they're cons- they are constantly in think, prepare, plan mode in order to continue to build their client base. I mean, that goes without saying. So for today, everybody, I want to say thank you for listening to me uh, rant again this is an article here in Business Insider with uh, 20 qualities to make a great salesperson. I mean, we probably have two more sessions on being a salesperson, and then we're going to move on to, you know, what is the client? What is your ideal client? How do you identify if you're going to get along with that person? Um, again, Alex, All Evolve Radio, I just want to say, you know, thanks for listening to me, and thanks for having the opportunity to sit here and, and talk for you. I mean, if I'm going to do it, hopefully somebody's listening which I'm pretty confident. So if you are, um, check me out. I mean, on Instagram, things like that. Um, All Evolve, A-L-E-V-O-L-V-E. And I mean, you're more than welcome to check me on Facebook, things like that. I'll be creating a page to talk a little bit more about this specifically. So again, um, I totally love you guys. I mean, hopefully um, you guys continue to learn from me. And if you don't and you got something to teach me, guess what, my friend, I'm open for it. So you let me know and I want to hear it. So, again, I'm going to let you guys go with this. And uh, if you need anything from me, go ahead and reach out. If you have some topics you want covered or some questions you have, I mean, we can always make it a a, a wrap session on this. So, again, um, check out Heroes Media Group uh, online. Check me out at uh, allevolve.com. And, again, support the show. You know, share share this stuff here. If I'm giving you some kind of... uh, knowledge that you're you're able to take in and and, and enjoy and i'm not asking you for money i'm just asking you to share let other people know because you never know that salesperson in your life who might just be having that little rant that little um little rut that they're in right now so um again i totally fucking love you guys all right um and all my vets out there i'm sorry this is geared a little bit uh, you know generic for now but it's going to be also a lot of going from the military to the world and becoming somebody more powerful than you've ever been before um do i feel i'm more powerful than i've ever been i do uh do i feel more powerful than anybody else not so much i mean i don't need to because i don't really give a shit um 
yeah, so let's go ahead and move on with that. So again, I promise you guys under 30 minutes. So I love you guys so much. Uh, let's tune in next week, and I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye.